more than ever. That shit is so sad. I that <laughs> hurt my ears. That you gave it taught me how to never be afraid. I know that no love ever be the same. <laughs> Welcome to okay. I'm not supposed to be here. You got me singing. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, uh, Christian, also known as Eclectic Sage. We also have. Pointing at you. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Lucas Gustin, also known as Young Dean. <laughs> yes, and I am Trent L. Dixon, yeah. hailing from Austin, Texas. <laughs> and all together, we make I'm not supposed to be here. That's so awesome. Oh, uh, I feel like, are we supposed to talk over that? We or can. does it fade yeah. in, fade out? Uh, I'm fading it in and out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we could do. It's our show. We could do whatever the hell we want. That is true. <laughs> That's true. Also, that was the most abrupt web button I've ever seen. <laughs> I, was like, I was dead. Not ready. I was just. I was singing in the mic. <laughs> who did the? Who did our intro theme? Shout again? out to uh, David Wayne Bennett. Wow. Uh, Didn't he do the stickers musician. too? No, 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 no. That was uh, Michael VG. Shout out to Michael. Okay. Shout, out, shout out Michael. Yeah, check yeah, out, yeah. Check yeah. out our episode. He was on the pod. Yeah, he was on a few episodes ago. Really? I didn't even. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. I was MIA. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> where, yeah, you, where, you been at? where you been at? Where have I been? Where has oh, been? Uh, actually, really right here. <laughs> like, actually, <laughs> in, the, uh, in the OG stew. Yeah. OG stew, no new love. What uh, where have y'all been? Where have I been? That uh, I've been at my job, uh, Iceland. Whoa, Comic-Con. whoa, all that good stuff. Yeah. Honestly, I don't have anything like excited. Like, oh, sorry, y'all. I was like <laughs> halfway across the world or nothing. I've been here, um, tracing patterns, cutting, sewing. Uh, I see, rinse I see and some, repeat. I see some cuts over here. I oh, saw one yeah. walked in. I was like, "Oh, the juke get it somewhere." You already know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, been putting in work, but um, okay. So Trent has been um in a very cool demeanor halfway across the world. Yeah. quite literally. Yeah. Christian, where have you been? Oh man, where haven't I been? <laughs> That's what it feels like. I've been just bouncing around uh, the boroughs. Yeah, just every borough, like four boroughs, uh, like. You know, every week. Four four, four, four a day. The four, four. No, Which actually, one are you skipping? Staten. <laughs> Sorry, I had to yeah, shoehorn that in there. Oh, man. But, yeah, I, can't, I don't have time to fit in the ferry. <laughs> but Fair. Yeah. No pun intended. Oh. Oh. How often do you, as a native New Yorker, how often do you go to Staten Island? Very rarely. I do have really? family over there, but it's like... Damn. Just very inconvenient. The bridge is not fun to travel over, and then the ferry is not fun either. Oh, and then it's just like, what are you doing over there? How much <laughs> is the bridge again to get in and get out? I don't even know. Probably like, I know they're gonna get on me, but probably like eight, nine dollars now. Damn. I remember last time I went over, like six fifty, but they raised it like a couple times. Wow. No shouts out to Easy Pass, but no shout out to you guys so what what's been bouncing you from borough to borough uh exempt well, statin yeah so um put together a whole gallery so that was really cool whoa so was able to do that uh which was fine i'm gonna act like i didn't i wasn't there <laughs> yeah tell us, <laughs> tell us what happened tell us about that yeah process. so it was a part of project apparitions uh we did the gallery came out really fire shout out samira gabrielle 
all the people that modeled for us, um, all the people that showed off their art. So like Yvonne Navarro, check him out on Instagram. Bizarre Great Navarro. dude. That's fire. So awesome. Did some like Mexican surrealist art from home. Um, very personal pieces. Mm. Um, they come from a play that his family does like regionally. So it's really cool. Like an actual like theatrical play? Yeah. So it's like a piece from a, like a play. Wow. That, like his family used to do so some of the shirts like had his like father in it and it was just like kind of like a relationship with like his parents from what i heard because his, wow. his dad from what from what i was aware uh used to wear a lot of dicky shirts so he'd like painted over dicky shirts and mm. then he did some of the face and faces and mask over like wood pieces and did like some of the faces and mask on his tote bag and i was like hang up your tote bag he was like oh i just brought it just because i need to yeah, yeah just, uh, wow. And then I had my friend Megamod show off some art. Uh, he's a really awesome artist too. I think he's dropping a single soon. So okay, yeah. You know, um, friend of the pod. I think maybe the first. Well, I guess Amalia was the first guest, but um, Jules. So whenever I was pulling up to the function, um, yeah, it was uh, it was in Park Slope. So I'm not all too familiar, but. Got off the train, I'm walking there, I'm walking there, and I'm like, I hit the cross streets, I'm like, wait, where is this motherfucker? So like, I yeah, walk back, I'm like, wait, I guess I missed it. I'm, you know, the numbers can be hard to hit on a building. So I walked back, and then I walked back to where it was again, and I'm like, there's a few people outside, I'm like, wait, is this it? And then I'll just never forget, like, I just locked eyes with Jules, never met him before in person, and he yeah. just, like, gave me the warmest, most welcoming, like, <laughs> hug, embrace, and then, again, I was, like, kind of, like, real. you know, there was a little pregame action, and I'm, like, wait, where is this, and then I just get, like, I lock eyes with him, he, like, bear hugs me, vortexes me into the function, and then everybody was, like, yo, and I'm, like, wait, what, I was just, like, out in the dark, confused on where everybody was at, but... <laughs> anyway, shout out to Jules. Function. Yeah, that was somebody. <laughs> that was somebody, or that is somebody that um, I know that I'll just have like an immediate connection with. Yeah, and it was just somebody yeah, like Jules immediately somebody. the first time I've ever met him. Like literally opens you with wide open arms. Like yeah, or the, welcomes you with wide open arms. That's literally him with everybody. And he, it's funny because he listens to podcasts, so I know he's gonna be like, "These guys are talking about me." Oh, <laughs> I am. That yeah, one goes out to, to Jules, Jules from the X. Yeah, that yeah. made me feel very welcomed. Go and listen happy. to his music if you haven't already. Yeah, like it's so funny, and he's <laughs> he's hilarious. He was just like, "I recognize you from the sticker." <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to VG or Michael VG with the sticker. It's so Visual funny because I saw accurate. multiple people like said that in the gallery. They're like, "Oh, you're from like, me." Like, yeah, they're wow. like pieced it together. I the eyes. They're like, yeah. "I recognize wow. that." Oh, oh, same, same for Trent. They're yeah. like, "Oh," like they, they're like, "I've only heard your voice." That's so funny. Yeah, yeah, but um, it was cool. It was a, it was a really dope event. I got to see you uh, perform in person. I've never really seen that before. Yeah, like I, I haven't really performed with all my friends there. And it was it was cool because I had like family come by. I had my cousin come over. Who was your family? Uh, it was my. Uh, well, they came earlier in the day, so nobody really saw them. It was just like, oh, hey, like okay. we just wanted to be present. So it was it was really cool. fire. Shout out, shout out my uh, my cousin Richie. And hey, thank for stopping by. Yeah, so it was really cool because it was um, it was like an assembly of all my friends, like in one spot. So it felt really warm. Yeah, and it felt really like it felt like. It's hard to touch that feeling <laughs> often, mm -hmm. but it felt like very homely and felt very warm. Shout out to um, the gallery owner, Larissa, um, for giving us the space to do that. Yeah. Shout out, Larissa. Um, yeah. 
yeah i uh yeah that that is a good feeling whenever it's like especially you pull friends from kind of different pockets of your life and bring them all together and it's like one cohesive seamless experience it was like it was kind of like a fashion piece it was like or like a tapestry or like the idea of a tapestry so i think they used to do tapestries and it was like you do it for like however long you stitch like for days on end and Mm -hmm. it's supposed to be like this really large thing but the Mm -hmm. memories that you stitch into it that you're like trying to depict are also the memories of like you sewing so Mm -hmm. it was like for me it was like kind of stitching together the different tapestries of my life and wow trying to put them all in one room to like make 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 everything make sense and it did so Hmm. i see yeah that's uh that's really dope how late how late real there yeah for real it was also for like the fashion portion like the designs are so fire the people that were modeling they were so fire like they killed the theme so awesome it was supposed to be like um a junji ito so if anyone's like familiar with the manga um i know samira she put like the junji ito swirls on one of the dresses for jazz mm. and that was like the coolest thing for me i was like oh my gosh it, like so adept and then gabrielle had like the flowiness of like what it meant for like a phantom or something Mm-hmm. And it was just like the way that you did the piping and the and the cuts that were like really cool and unique, and it was so good that like I saw it like in Lucas's eyes, he was like, "That's very interesting design." And I was like, "I was like, it was cool to see that everybody like mutually appreciated the space mm-hmm. and were like able to interact with different creatives." And then the performances were fire. Everyone put their heart out. Yes, on absolutely. Yes, yeah, I um, <laughs> I just had a side a side note thought of um just like how i remember how that caught my eye this is like this is like a a bit of a uh a quick quick turn here but little tangent um yeah just like it's funny because that just made me think of like whenever you see something that you're into and you start articulating it yeah but i saw this (laughs) i saw this comment recently actually i'm not even gonna go into i'm not gonna try to explain it but (laughs) shout out to It's too much to explain with with very little uh, delivery, so I'll, I'll just gloss over that. But um, yeah, the details of the pieces that were made there were were pretty immaculate for sure. Was yeah. that one girl that did like everything, or it was, it was two? It was two people. So it was um, it was my friend Samira and my friend Gabrielle. So okay, they they were both like. I tapped them and they were like the most on point. They were like, all right, we got to get the fitting. We have to do this. And they're like, Sick. they're like, the, for that portion, I was like, you guys got it. Like, the, don't they go to really like FIT or it. something? Or they study that or something um, like that? Or no? I know Gabrielle graduated from like the high school and the college from my like memory. Mm. So, like, very, very talented. So, okay. And I think Samira just does it recreationally, but like, psh, she did the puffer jacket for Jules in one night. I was just damn. Like, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> the puffer jacket was so was like the one of the coolest pieces. I was like, what? Because time people, crunches. Yeah, people people walked out and they're like, what? Because it was it was the white durag, the white white pants, and then it was a white like puffer, but it was a mix of like high fashion with like a little bit of mm. like um like a lot of glitter a lot of like cool little designs and like a little like breathable portion so that was really cool mm. and then they had me in something that was like really weird do so. time crunches <laughs> make or break the majority of their um 
situations. I think that depends on the uh, the artist and the situation. So it depends on the person. We'll zoom all the way out and out of all the make and break. Do most break or most make? <laughs> Mo- most make, surprisingly. I feel like most make. I, I think like yeah. most make. Most reach the occasion. I think that's easy to say because we see all the ones that make. I think the ones that yeah. break, oh. we never hear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know? yeah. But like, mm, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's a wide, wide spanning question, I guess. Yeah. But anyway, so apparitions, we saw and experienced the live uh, happening. So when when are we going to be able to hear it once and for all? Um, <laughs> I'm not even sure yet. I'm trying to. Um, Classic. I know I want. I did wanted to drop it that day, but like mm-hmm. Jules was like, "Hey, like there's some sonic pieces missing, and we have to add a little bit more life to it." For it sounds good live, live, mm-hmm. but. For streaming or for just like listening, mm-hmm. it has to like last the test of time. Like I don't want it to be something that's like it sounds really good, but when I revisit every song, you know, there's like some pieces missing. Okay. I felt like that was some of the issue. So like, just like slight things, it's not even crazy. It's like an ad, a couple more ad libs and like vocal samples. Like that was why it's kind of saying it might need you because I did like mm. did like a little a little demo of what I would assume a vocal sample that we would put in would sound like, and it sounded pretty good. So I was like, okay, mm. that's a nice one. I see. I see. Yeah. Well, we need it soon. We need all these, uh, I'm not supposed to be here heads. They can yeah. hit pause and <laughs> hop on over to another Spotify channel. Listen for and real, come but back. we have reignition yeah. out. Um, so can we say maybe by December, 2023? Mm, it's going to be out by then. I'm thinking, said, mm. I'm thinking before the end of November. So it's only two Fridays left in the end of november as as far as recording so either uh i know next friday because um shout out my friend king vibe he's dropping a a project this friday this friday yeah so he's doing i'm actually a feature on that project too if you want um it's his sophomore project let me look it up because um i forgot the name i think yeah i did forgot the name Uh, of the project but i am on the first song so he put me on the intro uh somebody I don't remember who I was speaking to, but they complimented one of our voices. They couldn't identify which one. Lucas really? Was. Yeah, someone <laughs> admires our voices. She was this was at like, the oh. event? Yes, this was at the event. This was at the mm. end because we were hanging out till close. I don't remember. Personally, I think it's Trump. I, I said I thought it was you. <laughs> Not me. Sometimes Not people me. say that you guys, your voices like blend together. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, how? I'm like, Three these sound so Gambinos. different. <laughs> Three Literally, dude, that would actually—that's <laughs> actually never. As much as I consume podcasts and interviews, I've never came across that where it's like you can't differentiate somebody's voice. That'd I be think that's not hilarious. That, that was another uh, review we got. We we agree too much. Like we're we're really? supposed to be beefing. Okay. Like, <laughs> well, you know what? I don't agree with that trend. <laughs> You know what, sir? Take it outside. <laughs> Take it. <laughs> nah. But yeah. I don't have a problem with it. But I mean, it, I, it wasn't like um like a, it ruins the podcast for me. No, it was really too much. But it was like, you know, if I have to give any criticism, that's the okay. one I'm giving. It's fun to, uh, yeah, to to have like some little bit of verbal sparring. And yeah, then, you know. spice it up. Yeah, I don't think we'll ever get to that point. No. We, <laughs> some just, I mean, we do disagree. I yeah, feel like, but it's never, you know, nothing too crazy. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't <laughs> I agree. I don't want to <laughs> like so, flip tables towards Lucas or anything. Like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe we just get to that. Um, <laughs> all right, so Podrick, Project Apparitions yeah. on the way. <laughs> I'm gonna say for that. <laughs> you have my uh, 
you have my permission. Yeah, fi- away. fires and fires and outliers so is a freaking vibe. Trumped. 11, 17, 23. Well, good, good, sir. I was apparently in, in Iceland. Iceland. Oh, yeah, I was. How was, was that? I was out there. That was, it was. Iceland. This is a minute ago, so. This was last month. Well, no, this was September. Bring it fresh to it your memory. It is now November, man. How, was, how did the green grass and gray sky smell? It smelled fresh. Like hmm. it was so so different than being in the city, you know. It was it was just lovely. Like it just being there brought so much peace and such a you know, when you when you feel like you can breathe just that yeah. like that's what that was. So I'm thinking like so I guess anybody I don't know if they could look at your IG or something and see what I saw, but maybe it was on your story, I don't know, or if you did any hard posts, but yeah, from I, the I, looks I, of it, and in, in, in my in my mind, it was like, all right, boom, you board the plane here, you fly to wherever. I don't know if that's across water or what, but you fly across, <laughs> you land, and then like I'm envisioning like a small airport, and then you get onto a bus, and it's like a single pole, kind of like in the middle of nowhere, and it like drops you off, <laughs> and, like, and then it's just like, and, like and thus it's like everything that you posted, yeah, but it's maybe, but maybe, maybe yeah, in the distance, yes, hilarious. Um, there's more of a briefcase scenario actually, but um, one light to light, but the maybe, moment. like, what do I do now? Maybe like in the distance of like rolling hills, you see like a nice, cozy, well lit village i mean i got there pretty late it was like almost 12 um, so how inaccurate was i uh not very accurate the airport was a nice size okay from what i can see um oh man the one there, was, a, there was no there was, <laughs> there was no shuttle bus um I actually Uber? rented. I actually rented a car. Oh, oh you were whipping? Because yeah. yeah, I was whipping. I was Yo, whipping. Yeah, I was whipping. Stupid American question. Whipping the foreign in foreign. Uh, yes. Stupid American question. But we drive was on the, the car. Right side. Was it on the other side? No, no. We drive. They drive on the right side too. Hey, they, wait. They but you drive on. We drive on the left side. <laughs> no, we drive on the right. No, we drive on the right. We drive on the right. Well, if you're, sitting, you if you're sitting, if you're sitting in the, the car, I thought you were talking about the highways. I get you. <laughs> I get oh, you. wait, 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 wait. So which seat is, or which side is it the driver's like seat driving on? here? It's okay. The same thing. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. That's not, not too crazy. Okay. Even though it is in Europe, but no, um, it's, it's very interesting. Cause like, as soon as you, you know, you step out of the airport, you come into a grocery store. The first mm. thing you see on your left side is alcohol. Apparently, I mean, everything there is expensive, you know, because it's imported. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, alcohol right on the, the left side. I was like, oh, okay. I, I, I took a look around. Time to drink. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, get ready to start your trip. <laughs> <laughs> Rev get up sauced. those livers. Um, <laughs> it was odd seeing, like, they had video games there, too. It's odd seeing, like, video games and electronics, like, with no... Um, no electronic security like you can just take oh, it and walk no. away with it that was wild i was like yo iceland y'all trust a lot yeah. uh but yeah the the crime rate there is really low it's like point mm. zero four percent oh wow something like that yeah Damn. it's wild the most they deal with out there is like traffic violations and shit no. uh but yeah no no i rented a car shouts out to uh the african um <clears throat> behind the desk at avis he gave me some good tips uh, like what? Like, hey, well, I was trying to rent a GPS, but he was like, "Just use your phone. It's gonna be, 
you know, it's going to be much faster than GPS because I wanted yeah. to, you know, get around. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to hold my phone the whole time, but it actually worked out. Oh, okay. um, except for that one time, my phone bricked on me. Like, it completely, Whoa. like, died. It was fully charged, but... But luckily, I, I carry two phones, so all yeah. I have to do is like put the SIM card in. Yeah, I have trend. a back phone, backup two phone. Tone. Yeah, <laughs> two tone trend, two phone trend, two phone trend, two phone trend. Um, but yeah, so my, where I stayed at was the um, close to the uh, the southern region of Iceland. So I stayed in the middle of nowhere. So my drive from the airport, because you know, there's uh, mm-hmm. the uh, the airport is right near Reykjavik, which is like the main city, and that's like all the touristy shit, like that's yeah. okay. like heavily populated. Um, Applebee's and yeah, all that, all that good fun stuff. stuff. But they have some yeah. interesting architecture. But um, my oh, I was in the middle of nowhere. My drive was like an hour. It was like seventy three minutes, something like that, from the okay. airport. Yeah, it was a nice little drive. That's uh, good. Yeah, but you know, I, I uh, connected my phone to Bluetooth and I was rolling. Like it was really, it almost felt like being in Texas. Like when you're driving, yeah. when you look to your left and right, there's nothing but blackness. But you see yeah. the silhouette of these gigantic mountains. And right. It's like, wow. That's what I was. That looks like in the light. Oh. Um, but yeah, no, nah, no. Nah, and I got to the hotel and it was close. What kind of car <laughs> you got? Uh, what the hell did I get? It was a small car. Luckily, I didn't go smaller because people have issues with the car being blown off the, the road because the wind is so strong. So wow, oh, shit. yeah. But blown I mean, like the, the it was really insane. cheap. It was like twenty something dollars a day Damn. to wow, rent a car out there. Great. Yeah, that's, that's really like, solid. Yeah, I'm renting a car. I'm about to move to Iceland. <laughs> right. I mean, they they've got like a bunch of earthquakes and shit going on. I think there was oh, a, a volcano about to explode. Like it's crazy. But sounds I mean, peaceful you know, in here. <laughs> no, it is. I'm not even gonna lie. So I, was, I was telling Chris about it. He was like, "Yo, sound like you try to move out there." I was like, oh, "Yo, let's Maybe? let's move. I'm not supposed to be here, Tyson." Maybe uh, honestly, the headquarters. <laughs> the headquarters. Yes, the well, headquarters. I'm sure we get some tax breaks or something, right? Yeah, probably. Stash and everything over there. Yeah. Got but so in Iceland. so yeah well, i mean nice. what was it was it just like wilderness exploration i mean or? for the most part yeah i went on i um i went on two tours i played uh hooky on one tour i, I hmm. you know, on my birthday i was like i don't really want to be on a bus for eight hours yeah so. no way <laughs> i was like uh. <clears throat> so you know i stayed in i i slept late got breakfast and nice on that one but no no yeah i spent a lot of time exploring the um the environment. nature yeah i went to i didn't get to see the um the geysers but i visited a bunch of waterfalls and Whoa. um <clears throat> i went to the black sands beach which apparently isn't sand it's ash wow apparently. but mm. it was really nice you know when you see on the cartoons like goats sitting on the side of a mountain i saw yeah. that shit i was like really? i didn't think they did that but they do that's so funny. it's crazy. here they are yes um what else? A lot of rain. It was cold, but um, mm. does it ever get warm there? It does. Okay. It does. It has its warm days, but mo- mostly cold. Mm. How'd, you, mostly how'd cold. you feel about bringing your camera? Because some of the, I just love the cinematography of it. It was so inspiring that like I just screenshotted them and just like edited them just for myself. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, Copyright. I, I did most of that through my phone, uh, but my camera is weather sealed, so I wasn't yeah. really too worried about it. Whoa! Uh, now when I didn't go under the the waterfall, which was like being yeah, in a rainstorm, uh, but yeah, I wasn't too worried about it. Yeah. You know, hmm. you know? it looked. It felt like so natural. It felt like you were at peace, like just kind of just. I'll throw this like camera here like i'll do something interesting but it wasn't like i'm gonna stop at whatever i'm doing just to yeah do that. Nah, it was just nah, like nah. the camera was just came like, out you know yeah it was just like 
I genuinely want to take and frame this moment, but like I have so many moments that are unframed that like I care about just as much. And it was just like, I was just like, that's so far. Like I was like, <laughs> I don't know. I felt like I, I needed to see that. Cause I was just like, you know, you can have those moments where you don't have to break the fun just to take a picture. It was just like, no, I made space for it. Absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. A lot of it exists in my head. Yeah. And shouts out to the, uh, the Irish guy on the side of the road that I talked to, the uh, Irish bus driver. He who, sounds interesting. Who let me know that it was a, uh, I was playing a linear game, a, a linear game, but uh, it what was, is that? Um, it's, uh, I was on one path. Our but, studio manager is out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't fired us yet, so we're good. Um, <laughs> no, and it was it, uh, I was playing a linear game, and it was an open world game. What I was, is linear? Because I was like, can I go here? Like, it was just open. I was worried about, like, trespassing and stuff. And he looked mm-hmm. at me. He was like, I don't. I can't do a proper Irish accent, so I won't. Try it. I won't. <laughs> Try it. <laughs> no, because it's the internet. It's going to lift Exploration. Um, but no, he was like, yo, you can go wherever you want. Just don't, you know, just don't park anywhere that's not safe. And I was like, oh. oh. And, I just and it's just like mind expanding. How about, yeah. how about you do, you can go wherever you want in Irish. <laughs> <laughs> I let you. You can go wherever you want. Oh. <laughs> that was fun. I love that. It did not sound that unnatural. He was, <laughs> he was cool. Though. He was cool. Um, so I saw a sulfur field. Um, Whoa. Whoa. The graffiti out there is crazy, too. Like They had like a lot of these buildings just in the middle of nowhere. Um, and there was just like graffiti on them, of course. Yeah. But you know, that was how do you stuff. feel about hmm. graffiti? Do you feel like it enhances, enhances an environment or pollutes it? I've um, actually, yeah, I've, I've I've pondered that before, and I think, or just in terms of if New York City would look, well, you know, given that's where we're at, if it would yeah. look any better or worse if there were no graffiti. Honestly, I think it might be a little bit more charming with no graffiti. Really, mm. I'll go out there and say that. I oh, feel wow. like it's a mix. Uh-oh. I feel like it would look more. Disagreeing. It would more. <laughs> it would look more probably like some old Icelandic village, right? I mean, yeah, we have a, old buildings. Probably. It's more or less of the same kind of uh, natural color tone, bricks. You know, more mm. kind of like beigeish colors. Um, yeah, I would have to say, or maybe it'd just be worth saying. Maybe I'm thinking it'd be more interesting because I've never seen it like that before. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like I'm I'm mixed because. Um, I had a cousin that does murals, so a lot of murals I see like on Lower East Side. That's uh, not graffiti, though, is it? Well, it's a mix. So he started doing graffiti, and then it mm. like evolved into murals. And so like we have murals that like ordain the like ornament the city like crazy. Then we have like graffiti, and I feel like the graffiti like mixes with it too. The graffiti mixes with it and like adds the whole tapestry. And then I feel like the there used to be a thing in Queens. And it was like a whole mecca for like all types of graffiti artists. And I feel like when it's given that type of space to like evolve and kind of like exist and people tag up, people do murals, people do that. Mm-hmm. It like adds a lot. But um, some sometimes I'm like, sometimes I wish that some graffiti artists were more creative with certain things. Mm-hmm. And then also sometimes I'm just like, I kind of miss the days when graffiti was like more radical and what it was saying mm. back in the like, 70s when yeah like back around. in the 70s like sometimes like i walk like over like by canal street and i'm like i agree with most of the stuff that's graffitied so it's not really like 
It's not really like if I agree with the graffiti, it's not really thought provoking. I feel like mm-hmm. if you're already gonna write on a wall and do something that's thought provoking, like Basquiat did the same O, yeah. and that was like, whoa, that's a statement. I feel I like saw a Samo tag. Did I show that to y'all? No. But I'm no. like, there's no way this is real. Hmm. But it, yeah. it says like Samo, and then it has like a little phrase by it. Yeah, like those types I'm of like, things. There's are, no way that's real. I don't, maybe maybe he has like some some things that are really cool. Dude, somebody would like cut out that piece of a building, <laughs> right? Out the side of the building. I mean, yeah. yeah if his pieces go for over a hundred million dollars, people like, have done that yeah. to Banksy's work. I've seen that. Yeah, like, for real. Yeah. Have you seen how he does like oh like you know little like shitty sidewalk setups out here? Yeah. And then it's like Mm-mm. get Banksy for one dollar, but and people are like, why would I want this Banksy ripoff? But then it's literally his work. Yeah. Have you seen? You've seen I've, that. I've, I've yeah. seen that. And like I see them like I see like I've probably seen two or three in the last month, and I'm like. Is that real? Mm, I yeah. don't know. It's it's hard to tell. But also, that just speaks to like the greater like thing of art. And mm-hmm. I feel like I've been pondering that a lot lately, especially with what, the gallery. Specifically? Um, more so the value of art in a given space. Because mm. if you put it in a gallery, because I was listening, I was looking through social media, some like random pages like, oh, I heard this old parable from my parent. But like it was probably from a book or something. Mm-hmm. But they just put it on the thing. Um but it was like the father tells he gives him an old watch that's like broken and he's like bring it to the pawn shop and the pawn shop's like we'll sell it to you for like ten dollars then he's like okay come back to me afterwards and then he's like okay now go to the store in which i bought it and he's like okay like we can't repair this like we're not going to accept it like it's going to be like one dollar or like Mm -hmm. we don't want to accept it then he was like take it to the museum and then the museum was like we're going to frame this we're going to put it for like a hundred a hundred million mm-hmm. in the in the in the museum and we would love to have it a part of our collection and then the father goes to the kid and he's like yeah look he's like show your art and give it spaces where it's truly valued um because mm-hmm. the value the value is only as good as the environment that you display it in i've heard the same mm. thing but just it was the a bottle of water was used as the uh the example it's like yeah. a bottle of water costs this here and costs that there blah 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 hmm. yeah, yeah. <coughs> same, same same type of story but mm-hmm. I'm, i've been thinking about that especially in relation to basquiat because i was walking by christie's the other day mm-hmm. and they were doing like an auction and i was just like it's insane that like during his lifetime like none of this work would have sold for this much yeah and given that he like passed away and now there's like a lore attached to his life mm-hmm. um the value of his work is like insane. His work is at Christie's. Yeah, I think some of his work is over there. Mm. His work is like spread out between different places, I think. And then you have like copies and pit goss, but he inspired a lot of people. Um, yeah, undoubtedly. Yeah, but um, yeah, also has been just feeling like a general lull in terms of like new art forms. Mm-hmm. So it was really interesting to kind of like look at that and see like the progression of an artist. And we spoke about it before. Mm-hmm. But like uh, how an artist deceased. I just watched value. his uh, movie he was in. Never, or I think I had loosely heard of it. Not the movie where somebody played him. Oh, the one movie. And David in. Bowie played Andy Warhol, which is fucking nuts. But um, the real movie that Basquiat acted in is called Downtown Eighty One. Have y'all heard of it? I've heard. No. I've been really to watch it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's um, come to find out. So side little backstory here was. Um, a while ago, I was just reading up on James Jebbia, the founder of Supreme, 
Yeah. Uh, he's only granted, say, three to five interviews at, like throughout his entire career. But one wow. of them was with GQ, I believe it was. No, no, no. Excuse me. It must have been. It was a, well. He's done one with GQ, but I think this one was with Business of Fashion. But, uh, anyways, whatever the publication was, um, it was a really you know extended, in-depth interview, and I read that the interview was conducted by. Uh, this journalist named Glenn O'Brien who passed away. Um, and I, I remember I just took note of the name. I'm like, hmm, he must be, you know, a pretty notable journalist if he's like working for this publication and interviewing this guy. And a few days after I read that, I was watching Downtown 81 with uh, starring Jean Michel and uh, come to find out Glenn O'Brien wrote the movie. And I wow. was like, oh shit, yeah, this dude's like been in the game. Um, but I really like the movie. I mean, again, it's it can be kind of hard to like differentiate and separate like the lore from like the sheer detail or not detail, but uh, the sheer talent that one, you know, kind of uh, emul or uh, the the talent that somebody possesses. What I'm trying to say is it can be hard to be like, oh, my God, Boscat was so good, you know, just because of his lore or separate like, whoa, like regardless if he was alive what he did like he is actually a really interesting person you know what i mean and like yeah. mm -hmm. and i i did naturally i kind of gravitate to <clears throat> to the latter where i think he was just like a really really once in a generation once in a decade what have you uh you know talent and skill set but he was uh he plays himself in the movie uh loosely based on himself and then there's some like you know real fantastic things that happen that i don't know <laughs> could occur in in real life but um it was really fucking cool. It was really cool. Oh, my God. And then side note. So I I guess I say I haven't been doing shit, but now that I think about it, I've like been coming, to con, <laughs> been coming upon little uh, discoveries. But um, side note off of that. So in, in Downtown 81, right, which y'all have to see that. Yeah. You really got to watch that one. It's fucking incredible. We should do an episode on that. I would we should. Like another movie review. That'd yeah. be dope. But um so there's this there's this little scene in there where they have like a ton of uh cameos in like I guess Fab 5 Freddy. I forget his exact yeah. contribution to the game and forgive me. I think he was like a DJ and hip hop artist. It was very early, early artist, times. all that. But he uh, he was in it and there's this there's just this scene where they're like you know, like in this downtown club and it's very like boom bat, like, you know, my name is dun, 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 dun. you know, just like yeah. that that style of hip hop. And actually the next day, um, at my job I get to listen to like whatever I want, which is fucking great. And I've mm -hmm. been consuming music in like the album format lately, which yeah. is something I've never done in my thirty years of life. Like it's, it's so just, interesting. It is. It's and a and you, you get a whole new appreciation for the artistry and the artist sequencing sequencing is a skill sorry to cut you off no absolutely and uh wait it, so it's a pause button yeah so you've never listened like to an album back to uh, back to front before like maybe but like a love supreme or something you know what i mean where yeah. it's just like it's a like given even when like music wasn't streaming ah uh, i mean i was like under 12 like before you like when that was like, post 12 years old, like, I kind of had access to, like, the internet and shit. So, mm -hmm. like, pre, you know, younger, maybe I, like, sat through some stuff. And now that I think about it, I know I did buy Speaker Box Love Below, the yeah. whole thing. But I don't Love know if album. I listened to Shout the entirety of it. Mm. Um, 
But anyways, so coming off of like downtown 81, that one really resonated with me. And just like, I remember that like real boom bap scene where they're, even the way they're dancing was so funny. But so come the next day at work, I'm like, you know what? Like, you know, an album I've never listened to that's like fucking integral to culture, especially New York City is uh, Enter the 36 Chambers. So I'm like, you know what? Let me like, let me listen to that. And also I'm coming so fresh off of like downtown New York and the 80s and then like i listened to that low-key i was a little zooted too so i was like super (laughs) super like keen to what i was listening to yeah and uh and whatever it was after hours at work so i was the only one in there and like it really made me realize like holy smokes like what these guys were doing at that time like must have been so unprecedented from like the delivery to the yeah. beats, the to the style, to the flow, to the like interludes, to like the like comedy skits, and like, dude, like it's fucking crazy. And like, I'm kind of entry level to it, so like, I kind of I think gravitate towards like the more kind of like rambunctious and like almost both. So like, ODB to me is ODB's like, best. dude, he's just like, oh, like just like the way he delivers and shit. Like somebody must have thought that was yeah, like yeah, yeah, discovering, yeah, yeah. like discovering <laughs> fire or something. You know what yeah. I mean? Like no pun intended. So that was just like, <clears throat> and I allowed myself to, to not think about like everything that has come in the 30, 40 years past. You know what I mean? But just yeah. really like, put it in the frame of mind like when this was new and this came out like that must have fucking shattered minds like blown everybody away and to be able to like kind of like give myself that perception i was like wow like like that is fucking interesting and yeah and really listen like i forgot what he said uh Oh, and I I forgot enough, but like there was some shit. I think it must have been, but he's like, "Yo, I killed you in the past life." Like it's just like holy shit. Like, yeah, and I, I forgot like the the bars. Yeah, yeah, it's like or wait, what did he, what did he like um, come I'm correct? Trying like, re- I'm trying to remember it. But uh, then like it's just such I a. Know what you th- I know what bar you're talking. It's just about. like a flash in the pan, and like it comes so quick. And you're like, wait, what did he just say? Like, I killed you in a past life. Like, what the fuck? That's so like. I don't know. Like, there's just so much. I mean, like, the delivery, the what there's you're saying, like, it's just so much. And then there was some shit ODB said where I was just like, what? Like, <laughs> I couldn't even come up with that, like, sitting with the pen and paper. He's like, so, he's so silly. He's and I just got love some shit. Yo, I love his bars. Like, oh, he's so, and his un, it's so unorthodox. And it's so unorthodox. He was, just, he was exactly. just having the fun, like, the fun mm-hmm. of it, of like being an artist and just like being just. Just curating like insanity. Like I know I love Brooklyn Zoo from his Brooklyn solo stuff Zoo. and Brooklyn Zoo. And it's just like same thing with like oh. even with the song with like Kalisa like money. It was just like hey, it was just like oh ODB but you can't see but the fish fellowship to the hermit. Like like the way he just did different and, vocal lines and the same with Buster Rhymes. Like I make sure everything remains raw. It's just like the way that he delivered it was just like. And the, I remember the lyric where, like, it's shit, like, I think I literally, like, busted out laughing. Not, like, just out of, like, how the fuck do you come <laughs> out? was, like, when he's, like, gotta get up and be somebody. <laughs> and then it's just, like, dude, to, like, be, like, <laughs> like, just so rigid and raw. And then, like, be, like, just to yeah. project your voice. It's, he like, has a really how heavy the fuck do you do that? R&B flu- influence. That's really? Why, uh, yeah. Okay. That's why okay. he sings a lot. Have you watched the Wu-Tang series? I haven't. I have uh, not. Doesn't his I, son play him? 
Uh, no, his son was supposed to, but kind of by the time it got rolling, it kind of aged out of it. Oh, yeah, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. But no, no, that album just hit an anniversary, too. Mm. That's my favorite Wu-Tang album. Did it really? How old? Uh, I don't remember. And when? Was it like October? It was or? 94. It was this month, I believe. Really? I want to say this month, because I wow. just saw it recently, but it could have been an old post. Dude, it was like, oh my God. But just like allow, again, that was like an incredible it just experience. Has like, like so much energy in seriously, it. Seriously. Yeah. And it was one of those two where it was like, holy shit, these like all time classics. I never knew that these were like, just like, a you know, a, a bit of this whole entire project. Like you know, cream and protecting neck and all yeah. those. I was like, wow, I didn't know these were all tied into this one album. And just to experience that in like the sequence that they, you know, created it to be, it was like, wow, that is fucking heavy. Yeah. It's, it's a big, it's a big pressure. Cause, um, I feel Bless. like, I feel like I took a lot from what you were saying. Cause it was just like, which part? Well, one, I'm going to take a step back. Um, but this is like good insights because it, it kind of lines up with some of the stuff. It's like um, that I was thinking, mm-hmm. um, engaging with the with the art and the person separately and understanding and appreciating them both. Hmm. So like I was watching an interview and it was like a funny like type of like little snippet between Drake and Lil Yachty, mm-hmm. and it was like a it was just it was like a cool insight. Shout out to Amalia, but she was talking to me and she was just like. You know, this is this is just us. Like it's just a regular conversation. Like it's just a person to person. Yeah. And sometimes the allure of like the celebrity and the whole mm-hmm. thing kind of obscures that. And then it's just like these are just regular people. Like he's mm-hmm. just she was like, Oh, he's just a regular guy. Like yeah, he has a lot. Day. He has like in, in his personal life it may be different, but like at his core, he's still like a regular person. Mm-hmm. And the same for like all the artists, like how many artists did we see at the gallery that were just like just regular people? Yeah, just chilling. And just then chilling. they hop on the stage, you're like, oh wow, that's a cool performance. And then afterwards they go back to regular people. Yeah. And the same is like the case with like the art. And I feel like um with being able to like listen to like that album and the project, you were able to mm-hmm. engage with the art. And I feel that you were able to form your own connection with something that they created and something that like lasts the test of time. Definitely. And it was, it was, they made something timeless by just speaking to the present. It seriously is, then that, that's very, very well said. And it was, uh, I guess I did think about, or I, I didn't think about how I wasn't thinking about like how epic it is and like, you know, their lore and then what happened to all of them individually as a group, as a whole. And just really, yeah, appreciating it for what it was. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think, yeah, if you allow yourself to just like listen, then you can fully immerse yourself yeah experience i think that's the artist's like biggest thing and um i feel like with um just personal just like even with the release of like the project i'm doing it's just Mm -hmm. like at the end of the day it's just like i want someone to just listen yeah and just like take it for what it is and i feel like oftentimes people get bogged down and like what is like the what is like the most marketable thing what is like something now like be something so that we could like make money off of it and it's mm-hmm. just like i i took the time out of like life and like poured like a bunch of resources and time mm-hmm. just to make like make something to satiate my soul mm. and i feel like and i just want to share that with people same thing with like the andre 2000 album that he's releasing he's just like he said a quote and i posted it on my story and he said it to like npr and he was just like um yeah the, the gauge i do is like when I like it myself and mm. then it, and it feels ready to share then I share it hmm. 
Yeah, that has to be so difficult for... I think I... I forgot who I asked. I think I asked a legit Drake fan and a legit... Legit... Legit, legit, legit. Bad Bunny fan when both of them respectively had their albums come out. Um, and same to Andre 3000, but... As somebody who doesn't make music, but I guess is a casual listener, more or less. Um, I, I was just thinking, I'm like, God, that has to be like uh, kind of like a big burden to some extent. Like, oh, like, yeah, his music came out. But like, it's not, you know, for bad. But I don't know what the one with like the little heart on the beach or whatever. But that was yeah. like a fucking mo- I don't even I can't name one track, but I know that was a monumental album. And like, mm-hmm. I wonder if that just like is a bit of a uh like hurdle for an artist like um you know like him like he's in the studio he's in like you know a quarter of the way through making this album and is it like does that is that a daunting you know factor like oh fuck like i gotta fill the shoes that i did last time and i have to make more bangers and like even for drake especially you know what i mean where it's like you've he's ready you know past the decade mark and it's like do you feel a pressure to you know like keep getting bigger and if so like how does that affect your process and same for andre 3000 you know it's like dude you haven't made something in 17 years so like this shit better be good or he's like fuck it i'm gonna do a flute album you know what i mean like (laughs) yeah which is cool too and like i feel like that's the most artistic yeah that's why andre 3000 inspires me so much he's the best and you mentioned speaker box and the love below like for me like i want my project to be a response to like the story that's told on love below really Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I mean that's um, mm. that yeah that's that's if, really I'll that's that. a timeless album. For I'll sure. leave that for people that want to listen. But uh, all right, y'all. So I think uh, that's about our catch up, huh? Yeah. Shout As out we to, uh, thank yous. We're about to uh, wrap it up. <laughs> so wrap it up. Wrap it up. Southern Southern mode. Um. Yeah, we're on a bit of a time crunch, but. Yeah. Yeah. Uh thank you thank you to my job. I get to listen to whatever I want on a really good sound system. So that's cool. That's fire. That's my thank you. What are your thank you? Just want thank you. Uh I want to thank the good people of Iceland for having me and uh showing me a good time. Shouts out to hey. the lady at the convenience store uh who sold me the uh the hot dog with the crunions on it. That was the first thing I ate when I landed. That's crunions. so fine. Yeah. It was it was a, one of the best hot dogs I ever had. By the Whoa. Way. That was the only thing that was open. Everything closes. Um but yeah, anyway, shouts out to the people in Iceland as well. I hope um you're keeping safe through all the uh the earthquakes and the potential volcanic eruption. Um, Whoa. Yeah. And shout out to anybody who's listening. Yeah. So you. Yeah. Um, shout out to everyone that came out to the gallery. Thank you so much. Um, thank you to all my friends that always like inspire me to keep on going. Uh, thank you for Jules for giving me like a place. I'm tearing up. <laughs> <laughs> a place to like um, be myself as an artist and just like respecting my voice. Um and yeah, just um, thank you for everyone that listens. Huge, yo, so, and thank you guys once again for listening. You have been a tremendous invisible audience. Until the next time, peace, peace. peace.